Hey, pumpkins, and welcome back to another episode of Populators Die First. Yay! My goodness, long time coming. Hi, Ash. Long, long time no see, Nicholas. Yeah, long, literally, but like also. Literally, yeah. I it is saddening my heart, but not nearly as sad as my heart already was. Yeah, so um, before we jump into anything, we do want to set some time aside to talk about what's going on right now in the United States. Um, And, you know, we did put out a statement in the release post for our last episode, which at this point was like, what, two weeks ago? I don't even know anymore. Um, Yeah, what is time even? But, you know, we wanted to emphasize again that we do stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's extremely important to us that um, everyone is aware of our alignment with that. Um, Because the world is not great a lot of the time. Um, And that makes me very sad. So... Uh, We definitely just wanted to take a little bit of time in the beginning of this episode to talk about our thoughts. Um, And we certainly had a discussion about this before we started recording. Um, You know, we wanted to record last week, the week before that. But we just felt like it wasn't appropriate at the time um, because we were really in the throes of the beginning of the major protests that were going on across the world, ultimately. Um, So we're back. You know, we do want to provide you with some enjoyment. Um, And it's fantastic that people do love our podcast because, you know, we just do it for fun. Um, unless somebody wants to sponsor us, but that's another story. (laughs) Um, But, you know, ultimately, we have also created this space for people to be who they want to be and um, talk about the things that they love, especially horror and gay things. Um, But but it is a space for anyone to talk about anything that they love in a a place that is safe. And, you know, ultimately that means we're also a place of education. Um, And for us, that really means that we need to have an open conversation about this right now. So we certainly uh, encourage you to reach out if you have any thoughts about what we say or you have anything that you want to add. And we can talk about it in um, a future episode. But, you know, we just wanted to start off with a little bit of time set aside uh, to talk about what's going on right now with, you know, ultimately the overall safety of um, people of color in our country. So, I don't know, Ash, do you want to start? I don't think it could have come at a more appropriate time seeing that it is pride yes and the way it works out from what i've seen on social media a lot of states are actually replacing their traditional pride tm parades with actual black lives matter movements 
And that seems like collectively the best use of our time. Um, But something that would be an even better use of our time is to vote. That is the only way we can combat the oppression that people of color are facing is to vote for the proper legislature. And if you don't know what to do, the first thing to do is to go on your state's website and it's a voting resource. It's usually called like a voters toolkit and it'll tell you where you registered to vote, how to update your voter registration. I need to do mine because mine hasn't changed since I moved. Um, But the thing is with pride, pride lasted six days of a Stonewall riot where trans people and people of color fought the cops for six days. So that way Nick and I, among other people, could have rights now. And Mm -hmm. that took 50 years. How many years of retribution are we in now? Like 430 years of, you know, what we have to pay back and what we should be paying back to the community. So why not, like, get up and do something about it? Like, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and protest. That is not for everybody. Not everybody is made for that. Nick and I both have crowd anxiety. Like, we also... My wife is a COVID risk. I can't take those chances, but instead of going out boots to the ground, I'm sharing on social media, I'm donating, I'm doing the best that I can to help educate other people. And that's all we're asking you to do is to do the same. Just if you see one person that doesn't know what's going on and is coming at you from a place of anger or ignorance, now is the time for it to be your job to educate them it's exhausting but at the same time I keep putting myself in the mindset of like people of color have been trying to do this and educate us for centuries and imagine how exhausted they are so if I'm one iota exhausted that means I need to do more yeah that's a really good point um oh my goodness I um, have you watched 13th on Netflix? Yes, I have. Yeah. So um, going back to what you were saying about, you know, doing what you can personally, you know, Arthur is very much a social justice warrior in action. Um, so we have been going to protests. Um, I've kind of just been driving him to the ones especially in in Brooklyn and I'll stay nearby in case the police starts um rounding up people and I'll like scoop up him and our friends um and yeah roomy Prius now because I got that roomy hatchback Prius and 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 (laughs) you know luckily everybody jump in like honestly I love a hatchback and um like you, we, we fit like three beach chairs back there. And I was like, this is so spacious. <laughs> um, but, you know, luckily, luckily there, there hasn't been any issues, uh, at least in Brooklyn. You know, we have a friend who lives here on Staten Island with us. Um, and she was at one of the Manhattan protests very early on. Um in the 
for lack of a better term, explosion right after the events that occurred that really spawned everyone saying, no, like, this is fucking enough now. Um, but she she actually did get arrested. And, you know, I, I don't want to share the details of the experience, mainly just out of respect for her because it was really fucked up. Um, but luckily, everything's fine. Charges were dropped. She doesn't need to worry about bail or legal fees. But, like, they basically, they came in to her space and they assaulted her. Like, they pushed her up against the wall and immediately handcuffed her and said that she threw something at a cop when she was literally just standing there with a friend. Um and the thing that was most disheartening when she told us the whole ordeal was that her arresting officer was a black woman and she was treating oh. our yeah she was she was treating our friend who you know is italian but white um like like a fucking piece of shit and um it was ju- it was so weird to think about regardless of who you are if you're indoctrinated into this police brutality mentality it doesn't matter who you are that's what you're going to do um and my god 13th on Netflix like it w- Arthur made me watch it's in, it. It's like invaluable. Right. Yes. So Arthur made me watch it because I told him I really admittedly felt like I needed to educate myself. And he was like, watch this immediately. And, and, and one Sunday when he was going to a protest with one of our friends who drove him there and blah, 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 blah. I, I, I watched it by myself. And like, I, you know... I, I, it was shameful how much I didn't really know. Um, and, and that's me putting that emotion on myself, but I was ashamed because as much as we are also a part of a minority in comparison to the whole of the population, um, th- I, I, I mean, like, I felt like I was aware that, you know, people of color were targeted uh, by the police. But I didn't, I I 110% did not fully understand or even knew the first even iota of how the justice system has been set up from day one to continue to make people of color you know lesser than in the eyes of the founding fathers of this country who happen to be white european men and and women i suppose but you know women were not a part of the government um back then but it i could i couldn't imagine i could not imagine feeling the stress and the anxiety and the, you know, just be, being scared 
that like not only might I be targeted by someone who was an extension of the justice system, but that I may end up losing chunks of my life just because I was walking down the street, like, and, and, and what that really means, like, you know, what, what has the justice system really been set up as like, how has it become what it is today? And, you know, the war on drugs and how that spun into and the privatization of jails it's exactly it's a money-making process especially for legislature like i totally forgot like of course you're not going to learn about like the extent of lobbyists in like you know high school civics or you know political science or anything like that on on a very baseline level because there were things i didn't even know about including the um the whole role of the ALEC organization. Oh my like, god. Like that know is like the most frustrating part to me is that there is pretty much like a league a league of like white henchmen that are like literally in the pockets of senators and other legislature and they're making laws based on what big corporations are telling them. Right. And that is why everybody needs to get the fuck out and vote. Like even if you don't go to a polling location, vote by mail, send in an absentee ballot, like there is no excuse for you not to vote. Mm-hmm. For every person that says their like voice doesn't matter, that is a tired ass bitch ass excuse, and I'm sick of hearing it. I concur, and um, yeah, no, I, I, I feel like I need to bluntly say that at the moment I'm very ashamed to be a citizen of the United States. Oh, one hundred percent. Um. I, I've never been a fan of our government. I had inklings and senses of it being a vile and, you know, sausage party fest. Um, a white sausage party fest. Right. Place. Yes. And, and there, there being roots in ultimate, ultimately evil to have certain people have a one up on other people. Um, but God fucking damn it. Like it's, you know, nothing, everything is not going to unfurl overnight, obviously. But I I think that, um, this time around, I, I think like you said, like this was a perfect storm and, um, because people are home more, people are better educating themselves. People have cell phones and they're more plugged into media and than usual. Thank fucking God for that because you can't trust the fucking media whatsoever. Right. Everything that's on MSNBC, Fox News, CBS, any major CNN, it's all bullshit. You know where I found the most reliable source of information that I found? Where? Fucking TikTok. Wow, that is. But right, because because you know that that is that is personal, crowdsourced information. You know what I mean? Like right, like people are uh, out there filming what is happening. And and it, it, honestly, you know, I, Arthur, and a whole bunch of our friends went to the Black Trans Lives Matter protest yes. on Sunday in Brooklyn, um, and I ended up really. Like I, I, I was in the car the whole time because I was like ready to go in case the police were fucking stupid or whatever. 
but there was a noticeable difference um, in the way the police were presenting themselves, mainly because they know that everyone has a smartphone now and there's 10,000 cameras on them at all times. At least, normally. Um, And... Like, they they were distancing themselves. Like, you know, they were blocking off streets when they needed to and stuff. But um, it was a noticeable difference from other protests even a couple weeks ago. And I'm not saying that to pat anybody on the back. It's because they know that they can't right now because they'll get caught. And that's fucked up because they're fucking But also, like, what's the point of getting caught? Because, like, there there is no repercussions whatsoever there haven't been going back to i remember the first i remember in the 90s the first case of police brutality that i heard of was amadou diallo and i think that was in 96 and that was because i was too young for the rodney king riots Mm -hmm. and that happened in new york so if this shit has been going on like if there has been police brutality as long as there have been police. Police started out as slave wranglers. Right. Yeah. And and uh, so fuck all that. That. I, um, honestly, fuck sorry. The police. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I I concur. But like, honestly, if anybody feels like they don't have a full grasp on the weight and severity of the situation for, you know, our neighbors, our uh, co-workers, anyone that's in our lives that is, you know, not Caucasian. Um, really, I highly suggest you watch 13th. Um, it's free. It's on Netflix. It's yeah. an invaluable resource. Like, I cannot praise this film enough. It is comprehensive. It's not, like, two hours long, but it'll have your attention for about an hour and a half. Um it's- it's it's just it's digestible it breaks everything down um but it's a fucking bitch slap you know like if you I, and if you don't want to watch a movie and you want to read a book you can pick up uh kendi x ebram's how to be anti-racist mm-hmm. it is the number one best-selling book on uh amazon right now so fuck yeah for that um but if i just want to see like if all the people that were able to, like, you know, get up and go out and protest, even for, like, the Black Trans Lives Matter march or any of the ones that we've been witnessing the last couple weeks went out and voted. Yes. Yes, girl, please. Like, mm-hmm. we are at the forefront of a fucking revolution. And it's about fucking time. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly. It's long like- overdue. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, very much looking forward to seeing what's going to happen from here. Um, like, th- this really, this is, this is history. Like, this is happening in front of our eyes, and it really needs to happen. And um, I wish there was, I wish there was a way to round up all the imbeciles who, for some reason, have anything against anyone that doesn't look like themselves, but... That in itself is not the right way to handle it. Um, and hopefully most of them will die soon anyway. That's not necessarily the case, but a good chunk of them will. 
I mean, um, yeah, because they're all like in their fucking 70s. Yeah. And, and there's people our age that are just as horrible, but um, hopefully we can, you know, I, I, I feel like drow- saying drowning them out is like almost like wishing violence on them, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's literally just just ignoring them. Um, like shut the fuck up and go away. And I don't know. I mean, maybe some gun reform would be good in this country. I don't know. We just uh, just a thought. Who's who's ever thought of that idea? I don't know. But anyway, or like, or like you know, um, not using tear gas because it's uh, deemed like uh, chemical warfare by the Geneva Convention. Just Girl. a thought. Like, yeah, and I, and the other thing was, like, I didn't, this this was not a part of 13th on Netflix, but again, watch it if you want to, because you really should. Um, I didn't, I'd like, I didn't know what a rubber bullet looked like. And then one of, somebody on Facebook, you know, there was like a guide to police tools or something. And like, mm-hmm. I, a rubber bullet is like, fucking huge and yeah if, they're not small right and, and it's not and, like getting hit with a bb gun or anything no like and and you know in my mind you know not having much experience with police in general other than like them coming to a car accident when i'm in a fender bender or something um i assumed it was something like a bb gun but no like it can cause just as much damage to the human body as a real bullet can. So, like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, people are fucking losing their eyes and shit. Just saying. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, fuck the police. And... Uh, and if you have a problem with it, that's cool. And, like, we can talk about it and we'll have an open discussion about it. But, like, I want you to come with your facts. Right. I'm just saying. And, and where are they, honey? Like, what? Like, I just, I don't want you to say, like, oh, hey, like, my husband's a cop, and he wouldn't do that. That's really great. But is he, like, you know, reporting the cops that are doing that? No, then he's just as bad as the cop that is doing that. Right. And 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 I was just thinking, like, while you were saying that, we, uh, one of Arthur's classmates from grad school, her... Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, her fiancé is a cop, and... That's really um, unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, she at first was like, oh my god, blue lives matter, like, but like, mainly out of concern Respect for, for her husband. Yeah, yeah, which I understand, like, I totally uh, get it. But, but like, you, here's the thing, you cannot choose the side of the oppressor without being associated with being the oppressor. Right, and, and you know, Arthur did have a discussion with her about how posting all these blue lives matter things was very problematic, given... The fact that she works um, in a school on an island where a good portion of the students here are, you know, of color or from a different country um, in general. Um, And she was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even fucking realize that. Like, I was just thinking about my, you know, partner and blah 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 and then like almost immediately she did change her tune and she started doing her homework and um she you know even had a discussion with her partner who you know is still a cop but um 
is probably not one of the bad ones, but that's here nor there right now. That's not the point. But, you know, um, I, I, I don't think that it is out of line to compare the justice system right now with, you know, people who followed Hitler and were Nazis, but like maybe they were quote unquote good people, but they still did whatever they were told likely out of fear um, because they didn't want what was happening to the people that they were doing things to, to happen to them themselves. Um, But same, same deal here. You know, um, I, I would like to believe that if I found myself employed as a police officer and I saw anything within my department happening, that was not good. Um, you know, I would be courageous enough to either find somewhere else to work, uh, or, or bring it up and, and talk about it. But I, I'm not in that position, so I don't know um, how I would react. But it's, yeah, no, we need, like, honestly, at the end of the day, the one thing that I've been thinking about a lot, and then after this, I'll shut up, I promise. But um, a good portion of the way our country runs is still reflective of a system and a document that were structured and created in the 17 fucking hundreds. And things have changed significantly since then to the point where a good portion of what we call the law should ultimately be null and voided and restructured to reflect how the world works nowadays. Um, and when you think about half the laws were written, like half the laws were written when black people were not considered a whole person, just the right, thought. right. And like you, if you think about like America is a very young country in comparison to other cults. Yeah, like, like the thing that makes me so sad is that um, this is related but not completely on topic. But like, what is American culture? Like you can look at. Asian Asian populations, you can look at parts of Africa, of Europe, and there's these deep-seated traditions and the ways that things are done specifically in different countries, that gorgeous traditions, gorgeous fabrics, gorgeous, you know, rituals, all the things. And like, like America is a fucking dumpster in comparison to some right. of these rich cultures around the world but and also it's a dumpster fire anyway because like aren't we number one in like the world's leading like incarcerations ex- but exactly. we have it was like it was i'm not even joking the statistic was if i can remember correctly people of color make up what 10 percent of the population but 25 percent of the uh, prison populace yeah it was like one in four black men yeah yeah it was like one in four i think he's even one in four people were incarcerated yeah it was it was it was and and like i I was never pretending that like it it wasn't bad but i don't i did not realize how he didn't have the numbers no it's it's horrendous and um like where where do we get off exactly you don't even have to go any further where do we get off 
Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, where where do I get off this ride, please? Like, thank you very much. Like, I... Yeah. And, and like, if America stays the way that it is right now, as a civilization, we will fizzle out. And I don't mean the human race. I mean America. The United States of America will fizzle out eventually. And probably sooner than later. Like... I'm here for it. Governments don't stay around for... Millennia is not the right amount of time, but, you know, years and years and years and years um, in other parts of the world without there being reform and examination of things the way they are now and then discussions about how they should be changed. And that does not happen here because the people in power are comfortable and want to stay in power and therefore they do not budge. And that's fucked up. And um, maybe we should do like a Jonestown Kool-Aid situation. Like, I don't know. That would, that think, would. I don't think mass suicide is the answer. I just think people well, like when I, voting people out of office is probably the better answer. That, that's fine. But, you know, like if, if for some reason things didn't work out, you know, I would just like somehow figure out how to spike some certain people's drinks and go from there like I don't know um I'll shut up now I I just don't think like I just don't think us as a country I don't think it has what it takes man like you gotta risk it to get the biscuit and like I'm tired of all these fucking Karens being bitchy to like black people and like I'm tired of like all these fucking people on the internet like coming for you in the fucking comment section because they don't want change and they're like, you know, steadfast in their Jim Crow logic. Like, fuck off. Yeah, and like, like, oh. Fuck off Marion Midwest that works at fucking Big Kmart. And Like, like, fuck you. Yeah, and like, Karen is blasting, you know, like, some fucking R&B rap in her car. Right. And then I saw like, a sign and it literally said love black people as much as you love black culture. And if that doesn't fucking speak to America right now, I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. And like th- Black Lives Matter needs to be what's going on right now. And if I see one more fucking Facebook comment on somebody that I'm friends with who posted something or here in passing at the grocery store about how all lives matter and blah, 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 blah. Like fucking you're not, barf. yeah, you're not getting the fucking point, Deborah. And like, go back to your South shore Staten Island home with your fucking paid off mortgage and make your 10 Costco frozen fucking lasagnas and just die of high cholesterol. Like go fuck off. Do you want to know a really great thing my wife said the other day? It I might have love, even been yesterday. It'll really it'll to. really make you happy. I end quote. I feel bad for whoever has only ever had Stouffer's frozen lasagna. That is a very accurate statement. I know. I was very proud. I was like, man, I can make a decent cheese lasagna, but <laughs> I mean, if you're if your level of hype is Stouffer's frozen lasagna, yeah. boy, priorities. That being said, it's not bad lasagna, but you know what's actually really pretty banging? The Stouffer's vegetable lasagna. I haven't had it, but it looks good as fuck. But, like, I'm all about that extra salty um, well, yeah. mac cheese. 
Oh my God, girl. Um, Arthur and I used to do this meal when we lived in our old apartment and um, we didn't care about our body weights. Um, <laughs> where we, I don't care about my body. We, we would get um, the family size tray of Stouffer's mac and cheese and then an eight pack of Nathan's hot dogs. Oh, yeah. And it was they the are most the best hot dogs. Yeah, but it was the most American sodium. American. It was just it was so much sodium. <laughs> but seriously, um, we are this is our segue, but we do want to point out um, one or three things. One, copulators die first has always been and always will be a safe space for people of color. That yeah. is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Nick said it, but I wanted to reiterate it. For those of you in the back who couldn't hear, we are always safe space. Two, in case you didn't hear me the first time, go out and fucking vote. And three, stay healthy and hydrated and keep track of one another, please. Yes. And and the other thing is, and then I'll really shut up and we can move on to the levity of this episode. Um so many people on Staten Island and again as a reminder I think I've described this before but like 90 to 95% of this island is red Republicans who are horrible disgusting people and if I have to hear one more time about how people going to protests are going to cause the next wave of COVID um, I'm going to snap because I have now been you know in person, uh, two, probably three or four protest areas because I haven't been involved myself because as soon as I feel like I'm in a large crowd and I see a police car anywhere, I want to die. That's just my anxiety thing. <laughs> just lay um, down and die. But like, um, I have not seen one person at any rally, at any protest, at anything along those lines without a fucking mask on without there being on every street corner someone who was involved in the organization of that event that they didn't have people on each street corner with water bottles for protesters hand sanitizer for protesters extra masks for people who need them you know etc that's what I've heard I've heard very positive things about that and and I am very, very proud of that because then I go to the fucking grocery store to get fucking eggs and milk. And there is a 65-year-old woman with her hair all permed up and a full face of makeup with no fucking gloves, no fucking mask. People who actually work at the fucking store with no mask on. Yeah, dude, that's what baffles me. It's like I don't understand. I don't... I just... Be... Even if you're not worried about yourself, be fucking courteous to somebody else. Put a fucking mask on. Cover your fucking mouth. Cover your fucking nose. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know this pandemic. I mean, what is more American than not giving a shit about somebody else? So. Um, yeah, that's basically. I, I don't. I People didn't give a shit when people were protesting about, like, reopening the fucking country and, like, what you have. You have coronavirus. You had coronavirus to start with, but now you got more of it because you're fucking dumb. Also, mm-hmm. um, there was another point that I missed. Oh, like, every fucking person, like, all these fucking white people that marched on capitals and, like, 
were bitching about needing a fucking haircut and a massage and like cops were fine. Cops were fine with people showing up with AR-15s, but somebody shows up with a fucking umbrella and they get charged. Right. Exactly. Um, so that is my pedestal. I'm getting off of it now. I'm going to be an adult. Um, remember a couple weeks ago when I said that like anger is a useless emotion? Um, I have found that the anger that I've channeled in the last couple weeks has been so fucking useful that I've gotten not one but two races fired from their jobs. So fucking come at me and try me. Like that's That's where I'm at in life. Yes, queen. That and is I just want awesome. pie. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Um, I want a victory pie. Mm, pie is good. Um, all kinds of pie. Pizza pie, pumpkin pie, apple pie, uh, pie. Speaking of pizza pie, there's a new place that I... Well, yeah, it's kind of new. It's a place I want to take you to the next time I can see you. It's called um, It's called Ohio Pie. And they uh-huh. have different kinds, like, they have, like, a, they have a set menu, and then they have this one option that says you get what you get, and it's whatever the chef wants to make. Okay. And my friend got one, and it was a pickle pizza, and she <gasps> said it was fucking delicious. Pickle pizza is so pickle good. Pizza. I've never had a pickle pizza in my life, and that's all I fucking want. Girl, I've had pickle pizza before, and it's so good, because it's the acid with the cheese. Um... Carbs. I would call that pizza daddy in two seconds. I mean, it's zaddy pizza, basically. (laughs) So they, I mean, a new business venture. Let's just stop doing this. Open up a pizza joint, call it zaddy pizza, and be done. Yeah, just. I mean, it can't be that expensive to open up a pizza joint, right? I just need to buy some flour. (laughs) The startup cost. Okay, the the you're like the only thing that you're really spending money on is a pizza oven, right? Yeah. So. Basically, everything else is profit. Yeah. Oh, and like I found my new gonna... dream. Yeah, right. And like you know, um, if you have pizza, they will come. You know, like that's. I will be there. Yeah. Um The other thing is that like saddens me, but I think we're taking Chicago off the table for where we're moving in 2021. Okay. Um, but levity on that flip side of the coin. I think we're moving back to the East Coast. <gasps> Ooh. I don't think we're doing New Jersey or New York because, hi, I'm not made of money, please. No, 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 that's (laughs) fine. But that still means you'll be potentially closer. Um, So our uh, top three right now that we're looking at is Maryland, Virginia, and North Carolina. Okay, work. So, yeah. Work. I need a beach. I'm tired of being in the Midwest. I want some mountain air. I want to be close to a beach. Um, I want to still be in, um, driving distance, but still far enough away that my parents cannot show up unannounced. Yes. That makes sense. Work, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, I get that. Um, That, It's just one of those things. Um, we don't have a film this week because we're just playing catch up with each other. Um, we've both been very tired. Um. Thank God. I've been so emotionally exhausted, you know? And, uh, yeah, I totally understand that. And, like, we're, I was even telling you earlier, like, work is slow now. Yeah. This is, like, our slow season. But, like, they had me working from home during the busiest fucking time of the year. And I felt like I was going to fucking blow my brains out every fucking day because it was just so stressful. Um, and now I'm literally, no joke, getting paid to sit at my desk and fucking watch TikToks for three hours because I have nothing to fucking do. Also, um, I got into an altercation at work with my HR manager that we had already discussed um, over Black Lives Matter. So I'm fucking overworking there. I don't even care. Oh no! What? 
No. I think I told you about this. I feel like this sounds familiar. Yeah. It was like a whole saga. Um, she's a Trump supporter, come to find out. So, you know. Ugh. Um, I will be awaiting the new edition of the employee handbook that stipulates that we are not allowed to solicit by putting up flyers um, for any sort of organization. So I eagerly await that change. Okay. Um, I was told I could not put up a flyer in support of Black Lives Matter in the break room. Uh-huh. Like, flat out no. Yeah. And she's like, well, we're going through legal to get our handbook changed. What? Okay, bitch, work. But wh- what about until then? I don't have anything in writing. But also why? Like, you're making, so she's making it sound like this is in reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's how I took it. Oh God! It I just been, what? It's been three weeks. My company still has not made an announcement. I mean, cool. granted, they're like they're like uh, Europe based, our home company. Yeah. But this does not stop our American office from posting anything. So I'm just saying. Yeah. No, my bitch work. My company, like you know, the the CEO, and then like the CEO of the whole company not just the branch that I work for, like sent out the whole inclusivity, diversity. Oh, that no, we have none of that. Well, here, here's my issue with it, though. Um, the board consists, the board of our company consists of 13 people. 12 of them are white men over the age of 55. One of them is a woman. And oh, whenever I... Diversity. Well, whenever I, so of course, a white woman, um, but <laughs> a white woman, whenever I see her, it's very clear that her day to day is so beyond stressful. Like she looks like she's dying inside all the time. That's how I feel. Um, and like I look around the office, I look at my coworkers and honestly, there's a higher percentage of, you know, um, Latin, biracial, black, you know, whatever, then, um, just like plain white bread people. Um, and yet, you know, they're touting all of this diversity, inclusion, blah, 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 blah. There's nobody as, as far as I know in a lead role or managerial or a directorship role um, that is not white. Um, I will say that there are a lot of women with powerful positions of I'll take it. manager and director, especially in my department. But again, they're all white. And, um, and Why are you going to do a dirty like that? Yeah. The punchline ultimately here is that we get off Memorial Day, Veterans Day, all the days... But we don't, we don't get Martin Luther King Day off. Oh, I mean, I don't um, either. Well, I just, I thought it was interesting because this is an American-based company. And um, I, I've never not had MLK Day off anywhere that I've worked. And like a couple years ago, or at this point, I don't know how fucking long it has been that I've worked here. Because days and years all are what is time um but uh i remember 
thinking to myself that was weird the first time around. And then every year I'm always <laughs> like, this is uncomfortable. But this then I want to be weird. Like, yeah. And then I wanted to be like, oh, okay, so we're talking about inclusivity, diversity, all things and Black Lives Matter. But we don't get off MLK. Like, I don't know. I, I, I would really like to reach out to my CEO. Um, like there is like, like he is open to just getting random emails from people. And I also, I know him, like I've spoken with him before. He knows who I am. So like, I'm not necessarily concerned or uncomfortable with reaching out to him, but like, it's going to be more frustrating for me if I send an email being like, why don't we get off MLK day though? And then just not getting a response. I, yeah, at least if you talk to him face to face, he could like he basically has to dignify you with a response. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 I and I will say that you know there's been issues previously that have been brought up to him to his face where like there's been like a big company meeting and like he will he will directly address what's going on. Like we are a female health company, and up until a year ago, we didn't get paid. Um, maternity leave um that's or, whack or, or parental leave like like and now we do have this policy where like even if you know when the time comes arthur and i adopt or what have you and like i want to speaking take... of oh oh yes mm-hmm. yeah speaking of children uh not necessarily those of the human variety um but yeah so i'd really like to see my company get MLK day off, but I'll have to work on that. I have to like have a lot of people read whatever I'm going to send before I send it because I I want it to be. I don't mean to sound like a bitch or nothing, but like why you gotta be stupid? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like don't be stupid and like, don't, don't tout all these big ideas and then don't, put anything behind it because like that's a part of how we ended up here in the first place and um I will not allow myself as an LGBTQ individual uh be used as you know a illustration of oh my god we have everybody here um in the same way that I wouldn't allow that to happen to anybody of color that I work with because everyone I work with is a fucking boss ass bitch and does their job and does it well um so I'm just saying like respect hashtag what the fuck um anywho speaking of children um that was a very good sagu um I'm trying I'm trying to keep us on track so yeah so talking about catching up da 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 Obviously, you know this, but no one else knows this outside of my family. Um, uh, Arthur and I are adopting a new little baby doggy. I love her so much. <laughs> her her name is her name is Sable Sue, which is the most southern southern thing in the world. Um, and uh, she's she's coming to us from Alabama. And she is a one to two year old Chihuahua mix who kind of she just she looks like a little she looks like, like a little hot dog. She looks like a little forest animal, you know? Like yeah, she looks like a prairie dog, maybe. Yeah, or like 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 a like not a fox, but like 
just like she's kind of foxy just like something well the funny thing is uh her sister who we almost adopted but then she got adopted before we sent in our papers her her name is foxy um because she looked even more like a fox um i love dogs yeah so we're really excited she's like 12 pounds oh that's perfect that's like lucy size yeah she's like she's pretty tiny we already got her a leash and um, a harness, and oh. um, we're, we're working on getting her collar and dog tag. Um, but we are picking her up on the 27th of June in it's Pennsylvania. So it is it's very like nine soon. days. Yeah, we need to clean our floors um, for well, her. You, well, you have about eight days to do that. Yeah. This weekend, probably. But, um, yeah. And, and conveniently, we're picking her up at a PetSmart in Pennsylvania. So Aww. we'll just pick up a bed and food and bowls while we're there. Um, yes. She's going to have such a good day. And then she has to, like, dri- I feel bad. Then she has to drive two hours back to this place that she has no idea where she's going. But hopefully... Yeah. Like, Arthur's going to sit with her in the back because we also bought her a seatbelt. Yes! Did you um, have a little basket, though? Um, no. It's like a basket seatbelt? We didn't get her that one. It's like it's like an actual, like, strap, but, like, it's Yeah, not... it goes through her harness, right? Yeah, that one. So, so we're just... I had a dog dad one time when I worked at the groomers, and he couldn't figure out how to unhook the, the seatbelt through the dog's harness uh-huh. so he he was like an old man and he had to come in the store and like get one of us to come help and the dog was just sitting there like oh. <laughs> legs up like hello no i hate that <laughs> it was a pug <laughs> oh oh no that's the worst he's like an old man pug his name is icarus he's the best <laughs> I love I, oh, oh the pugs and the bulldogs and but yes yeah, uh, so, yeah no we're we're excited and I'm prepared to give her so much of my time and love that I can't even handle it um, and, and you'll be home all the time so she'll love that exactly and and she'll keep us moving because um, you know she needs to get walked um, and I'm hoping she likes to play because Luca was a gremlin old man who would play with a toy for a second and then like by play i mean like he would chew on it and then be like i am done with this so Mm -hmm. like i can't wait to like see if like you know she actually will play fetch with us or like tug of war or like all the things and because she's young and trainable we're really excited to like you know not have to create her um, and like maybe she can actually like sleep with us in bed and stuff. Like that's that's our ultimate dream that she'll just snuggle up between us and she'll just be that gal. Oh, I hope and, so. And she'll just be that little gal. And you know her name is Sable Sue, so um, there's like a fifty fifty chance that she's probably a lesbian, but we'll see. I mean, you are planning Western wear, so there's we that. Are. We're planning Western wear and mostly also um, Keith Haring everything because Arthur loves Keith Haring. So, like, the the chances are pretty good. But, um, yeah, there will be pictures. There will be video. Um, Arthur wants to 
record the entire pickup situation. Um, so I guess what, like we can show her in a couple years to be like, this is the day that we brought you home. I think so. Yeah, I put on a VHS tape. Yeah. Baby's first day home. I'm also just like really excited because like I always, especially on the weekend, but I mean every day of the week, but on the weekend when I don't necessarily have anything to do um, in the morning, like I'll wake up and Arthur won't get up for another like two or three hours. And like that was one of my favorite times of the week where I could just like chill out with Luca on the couch for a couple hours and like hardcore like dog cuddle time. Yes. Um, and, and according to her foster family, Sable is an affectionate cuddle bug. So I'm looking forward to those dog cuds, like real, real hardcore, you know, puppy Uh, cuds. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, that's something good coming down the, the line real quick for us. And, um, we just felt like it was time for a new little baby to take care of. And, um, yeah, it's almost been a year since Luca passed. Yeah, like for reals. Um, like no and, joke, because it was July. Yes, and, and I, I would have loved if we could get another bulldog of some sort. Um, but it will also be really nice to have a dog that doesn't have like special dietary restrictions and can like eat whatever the fuck they want and is young and assumingly healthy um, and will not be as much of a day-to-day responsibility um, to make sure they are not pooping and peeing everywhere. Not uh, the because- same way, at least. Or, well, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, not not geriatric, I can't control my bladder, um, but just more like, no, you don't do that here. We go outside for that. You let me know when you need to pee. Um Etc. So exciting times ahead. Many pictures of dogs will be had. Um, oh no, I'm yawning. Excuse me. Um, and then, of course, there's just the ongoing saga of Animal Crossing. But you know, we we it's talk about Okay, so I was listening to our other episode where we were talking about Animal Crossing. Yeah. I don't think my opinion has changed, but I am disheartened and very sad to say that Antonio, the anteater who's like the bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple days ago, he said he wanted to move out. And I was like, no, you're my favorite. So I told him he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then this morning, he said he wanted to move out again. And then you were like, okay, if you really want to move out that bad. Well, no, I said no again, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I, 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 I have decided that if he mentions it again, I will, I will let him go. And I guess that's exciting because then I have a plot open for somebody else, but, um, then you have to go fucking hunt for a villager. And let me tell you, it is not fun. The only reason I have not restarted my island in entirety is because I have a dream team of villagers. Yeah, I don't know. My team is, like, very mixed. Like, I have two cats, a dog, a rooster, a hamster, a bunny. I think the hamster villagers are cute as fuck. Well, I'm not going to lie. And then I have a monkey. And, like, I, I would not be sad if anybody else said they wanted to move out but the fact it had to be fucking antonio 
who has been with me from day one. Like, why would you do me like that? Like at that time, I was like, you should probably get Animal Crossing. You're like, I don't think I want to. Yeah, I was like, I don't don't understand the appeal of it. And and I am now so emotionally invested in my (laughs) island. Um, I feel like my villagers are a part of me and my family. But like, Sherry could move (laughs) out. And I wouldn't care. Like, why can't Sherry decide to move out? I haven't spoken with her in days. Like, get the fuck off. That's fine. Is she um, the red one? Sherry is the monkey. Oh, no. I'm and thinking she's, of something else. She's blue. Um, oh, but, no. She can get lost. I hate the monkey villagers. I hate the gorilla villagers. I hate the fucking lion villagers. The wolf villagers, they're okay, but they're not my favorite. Um... You know, I like I like the small creature villagers. Like my current favorite villager right now is Coco. Yeah, the the bunny that looks like a coconut. The bunny that looks like it has no eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that is she supposed to be a coconut? I thought she was supposed to be maybe like a cookie. Oh, I don't know. I just I she creeps me out a little bit. So she creeps me out a little bit, but <laughs> I like it. It's endearing. Um, but yeah, no, I um, so Leal is the hamster that lives on my island oh i must love her well no i don't really like her all that much because she's very uppity and like oh, then she, no. Goodbye. she took a, a plot you have no room yeah, to talk. like she she was one of the villagers that the the game was like we choose for you now because you took over 24 hours and that's before i realized for you now <laughs> i didn't i didn't know that was a thing so i was like oh no. yeah I was like, why is this happening? I never I never met anybody. What's going on? And then I was like, all right, like, how bad could this be? And, like, I and really don't. Silly. I don't really like her. And I also, the same thing happened with Gaston. Like, I did not find him. He moved in automatically. And he's a grumpy old fart rabbit. And he picks <laughs> same. Fight. He picks fights with everyone. Same now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like. Like, sometimes I'll, like, catch him talking to somebody and, like, he basically tells everybody that their dreams are not worth it and they'll never do what they want with their lives. That's what he, like, I have two villagers who, like, are that, like, really, like, pop, like, I want to be a pop star personality. And he has told both of them multiple times that their dreams will never come true. And then they stay angry for like an hour, and I'm like, I am sorry, and like, I you need to get out too. Like, what the fuck? Um, I don't need that kind of pressure. <laughs> yeah, and and then like everybody else is like, whatever. Like, I have Raymond. That was completely by accident, but I don't want to ever get rid of him. Um, I gave him a nurse's uniform once. Um. Because he gave it to me, and then he said, oh, I wish I still had my nurse's uniform, so I gave it back to him. And now he just constantly wears it. He doesn't wear his usual outfit anymore. He just wears this nurse outfit. Raymond um, is probably the weirdest villager, in my opinion. I love him, and I love he's him. He's so pretentious. He's very pretentious, but I love how he calls you crisp, and, like, is he British? <laughs> I don't know. Um... But I like He's him. Definitely a gay villager. Oh yeah, definitely. And then my other cat villager, Punchy, I really love. I but love he... Punchy. Oh, I'm so jealous. Punchy like always has fleas though. 
oh, what a mongrel. <laughs> like, what a little animal. And and he constantly is like, oh, I slept in oh, late. Not, so I that Punchy was a lady. Never mind. No, no. Punchy, Punchy is a cat. Um, cat daddy? Cat daddy. And he's, like, constantly looking for snacks. So, like, so I get sherbet, it. Isn't he? He's, like, my other favorite. I really want meringue, like the rhino meringue that looks was like... on our list for the longest time, and then I gave up on getting meringue. But yeah. Leanne still really, really, really wants Judy. Oh right, I understandable. Like honestly, like yeah, she if, looks like a doodle bear. Yeah, she looks really cute. And like, if anybody ever moves off my island, like that's fine, and I will take whoever comes next as well. But like. Just give me somebody interesting that's gonna fit in with like the vibe. Right, like, you got a vibe going. You gotta, you gotta maintain that vibe. Yeah, like everyone on my island really likes to do stretches, and they all. Oh, I love that. Do they all they love all, popsicles? <laughs> yeah, they all love popsicles. A lot of them like sing together. I love like, that. Mind you too. Square. Um. But yeah, like I had a music station, but it's not there right now. It's in storage. Oh, no, I, yeah, no, I'm. But I have a drive-in, and I'm really proud of it. It's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Movie drive-in. I have a movie drive-in. I got a human sacrifice arena. (laughs) Well, right, obviously. No, I really love. Obviously, balance. I really love my horror movie set. um, Did you get the TJ booth I gave you? I did. I got a DJ okay, booth, cool. thank you. And then I put it, I put it in my disco club, which is coming along, but not done yet. And my disco club um, comes with a bar. Um, Ooh, like a tiki bar? It, well, yeah. And by bar, I mean I took a bunch of those simple panels, and uh-huh. then I found some custom designs of alcohol on a shelf, and, and I customized them to look like the back of a bar with lots yeah. of alcohol. Um, then you just put a stall up or did you use the tiki bar? Um, I put two of the diner counters together. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And then I put a lamp on the counter and I was like, oh yeah, this is my bar and my club. Um, and I have like 10 stereos with the DJ booths and they're just all blasting KK Disco. All day, every day. <laughs> KK Disco all day, every day. Yeah. That's probably my favorite KK Slider song. I don't have one right now. I I, I, I I try to make sure that every morning I check to see which KK album is in the store so that I am actively collecting them all. But there's a lot. So whatever. Um, but as I suspected... This has turned into an Animal Crossing podcast, which is fine. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else for you. Yeah, I know. I just... Um, uh, well. Well. We seem to come at an impasse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I'm getting hungry. I could eat dinner same dude it's i ate like too much hummus at lunch and then like that didn't sit well and i was like maybe i should just go home and i'm like but no but you're literally sitting here doing nothing and getting paid for it so like milk the system right now don't use your pto and then the other part of me is like just do it you hate your job anyway and then the other part of me is like 
But no, stay because you hate your job and then they're paying you to do nothing. See, that's my conundrum all the time. You know what I could really go for, though? A gyro? Uh, no, I just really... So here's here is the issue. Taco okay. Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell is an issue. Taco Bell is an issue because Arthur and I thoroughly enjoy it, as do many people uh, all over the world. But um, it's just it, it not no bueno. Um, again, as the same situation for a lot of people all over the world. But um, because there's no Taco Bells on Staten Island, when we do get Taco Bell, we get like... 50 to 60 dollars worth of taco bell <laughs> that's fair um and then and then like days after i'm still craving more taco bell um there's just there's something about all of their cheesy sauces man um i love me problem my problem is like i think aren't taco bell like staunch trump supporters now too like out the mm-hmm. woodwork what no no. I know. I know. I don't I don't know the, I know. I don't know the full sitch, but I have a feeling. So from what they've said, like a lot of them are franchised. So yeah. like their individual donations, like they can or cannot, but like Well like the, I'm not even joking. I think they literally called it like the super taco pack. Like a super pack. And it's like four Taco Bell leaders like donated to Trump. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. See, like that's where I'm at. Like, does it? The fuck. Well, we're gonna have to revisit that. But if that's the case, that would certainly make my decision to not eat Taco Bell a lot easier. That's why I haven't eaten in I haven't eaten Wendy's in like three fucking weeks. Oh my god! Do you know how fucking sad I am about Wendy's? I. Because I really miss like Wendy's breakfast. I barely got any of it. Oh my God, Wendy's was like my lifeblood for a long time when I was a single person. I ate so much Wendy's as a single person. But you were eating like those salads, and you lost a ton of weight. I mean, I did, but then I was like, I remember burgers being good, and then I ate burgers again, and then burgers are That's- delicious. That, that's how I stopped being vegetarian. It's those fucking burgers. But I gotta tell you something. I don't know what okay. it is. Maybe it's just the Wendy's around here. But, you know, like, we had Wendy's probably a month ago. And I just got, like, my usual thing. And I was like, this burger is just, it's not as good as it used to be. And then Arthur really wanted McDonald's one day. Um, and we got McDonald's. And we got burgers from McDonald's and they were like so fucking like they they slapped so hard. I know. Sometimes you just gotta get a McD's burger, but like Mickey D's is out now too. Bye. Like what the fuck like okay, like you know like you know how in Scream when Sydney I do know how in Scream <laughs> You know when Sydney like slap punches Gail Weathers? Yes. And then the next scene, she has those really horrible, chunky highlights in her hair. Yeah. And those bangs. Those yeah. Bangs scream three. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like to eat a McDonald's burger after not eating from McDonald's right? burger menu like, for so long. A, once in a while, I would get like a McChicken and like fuck that up with some Big Mac sauce. Ugh. But like, ugh. But uh... like, here's the thing. Uh... <laughs> 
here's the thing. I'm fat and I don't need to do those things to myself. But once in a while, man, like a McDouble will slap you so hard in the mouth. Oh, like my God. <laughs> Literally. Or because I'm extra, extra. Um, I get a double quarter pounder with cheese. And okay. because, because they make, uh, quote unquote, they make them fresh now, meaning that they don't cook the pre-made patties until you order it now that's basically what regardless whatever they're doing differently now is like fuck me up with that shit give me all that raw onion and horrible uh, like I'm give it all stop, to because me. i'm just gonna say some really derogatory and disrespectful things about food in my mouth <laughs> I got it. Like, it's fine. Fuck me up. Like, I'm so I... fucking hungry. I bought an air fryer. Like, my life is not the same. I'm not the same person I was three weeks ago, pumpkins. Like, <laughs> I'm angry um, and I'm full of air fried food. <laughs> right. All them, all them pizza, uh, pizza bite, whatever the fuck they're called. Pizza lopes, man. But, yeah, what, but what are the fuck, what, what are they called? Pizza. Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. They're not rolls. We had this discussion pizza yesterday, couches. but they, they are not pizza rolls. They are pizza envelopes. Uh, but I got, so I got two, the pack is $3 of Red Baron deep dish pizzas. Oh, snap. I'm going to put that in there. Um, excuse me. I got mac and cheese bites. I got, oh. uh, what else did I get? Uh, I didn't get tater tots like I was going to because I was like, mm, maybe too much. Um, but I did get Annie Hans pretzels. <laughs> oh my god. You're like living my best fat kid life right now. And I'm so jealous. And I'm going to make s'mores in the thing. Like you know when people do that thing with loaves of bread. Where they roll their face around on it. Because it feels good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now I want to do that with a greasy ass cheese fucking pizza. I'm going to go do that right now. The greasy ass fucking cheese pizza. Oh. <laughs> oh pumpkins. We'll see you next time. Oh my god. We need to go eat dinner right now. Okay. Keep on, keep on creeping on and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Miss you. <laughs>